On December 29, 1972, 176 passengers boarded the 40, Flight 401 from New York to Miami, Florida. Four days after Christmas, most people were just headed back home after the holidays had finished. And it began like uh, it began a night like any other. And I guess you probably know by now, if somebody says, it was a night like any other, you probably know it's not going to end like a night like any other. Well, the everything was going well. It was just a couple hour flights. The, uh, the co-pilot, the pilot, and the engineer were up in the cockpit, and they were getting ready to descend down to the Miami airport. And one of the things you do is you open up the landing gear, that big front tire that comes out on the front of the airplane. Only problem was the green light that indicates that the landing gear is down didn't come on. So if the green light doesn't come on, it means one of two things. One, the green light is just burnt out. It's just not working. Or two, the landing gear is not down. So two pretty obvious scenarios here. So the first thing all three of them did was try to work on the the green light to see if it would work. And so before trying to work on the green light, they put the plane in autopilots so they wouldn't have to, you know, worry about. And in doing so, they had to call ground control, let them know, hey, we're not going to be able to make our first pass to the airport. We're going to need to do a big U-turn, come back around and see if we can make it on pass two because our landing gear is not working. So they brought the plane back up to 2,000 feet elevation, put the plane in autopilot, and all three of them begin trying to figure out what's wrong with this green light. And uh, they're doing all the routine checks, you know, they're tapping on it and they're pulling it out. They're trying to check the wires and doing all the, the normal things that they would normally do. After some time, the pilot decided, you know what, I'm going to go down into the aviation bay and see if I could see the landing gear is up. Apparently there is some kind of a small hole, like a peephole kind of thing, where you can look outside the plane and you can see if, if the... Uh, landing gear is up. So he began making his way down and as far as the story goes the pilot didn't quite make it all the way down before he started hearing feeling some pretty big uh, turbulence. So the pilot runs back up and says what's going on? And the co-pilot at that point grabs the controls and realizes that the last several minutes they haven't even been on autopilot. Somehow somebody must have bumped something or touched something and turned the plane off autopilot. To his horror, the pilot looked over at the co-pilot and said, Are we still at 2,000 feet? And as soon as he looked over, he realized they were just several hundred feet away from the ground. The entire time, and this was close to midnight, through the night, through the night skies, the pilots had no idea they had been descending closer and closer to the ground. By the time the pilot and anybody realized what had happened, they smashed into the ground. Going at over 200 miles an hour, the bottom of the plane now was starting to disintegrate as it was scraped across the grass and the gravel. Still almost 20 miles outside of the airport, this plane comes to a sudden stop and 101 people died on that plane that day, including both pilots, the engineer, and 99 other people passed away. Tragic. How did this happen? The black box was recovered the day after that has the audio inside and as they were trying to investigate and listen as to what happened, they realized that 
the chime going off, there was a little indicator, a, a, a sound, a, like a chiming sound that would go off, letting them know that autopilot was off and they were descending. But apparently the pilots were so fixated on this green light that they didn't hear the chime. You know, in the Christian life, there's no autopilot in the Christian life. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 8 says, For we were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. I have, I'm pretty sure that if it was broad daylight, if it was light outside, the pilots would have for sure noticed much sooner that they were getting closer to the ground. They would have seen trees. They would have seen something to tell them, Whoa, let's pull up. But because it was so dark, and because their descent was so gradual, they didn't even realize it. And it costed them and many other people their lives. You know, in the Christian life, sometimes we think we could reach a nice steady altitude, and we could just kind of click autopilot and just assume everything's going to coast. But as you've probably heard before, in a relationship, there's no plateau. You're either ascending or descending. You're either getting closer to one another or you're getting farther away. There's not really that middle ground. If you think you found a middle ground, then you probably should think again. And it's the same with Christ. With our love for God, we're either getting closer to Him or we're drifting apart. And just as you've heard many times, Christians don't just drop off the deep end one night. It's always usually a gradual backslide. And really, it all starts with us being in the dark. When you're in the dark, you can't see what you're doing. And that's why Paul is saying here, For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Paul is reminding us, don't just fly around in the dark. You never know what you're going to hit. You never know where you're going to be around. And not just that, but how many times are we distracted by little green lights in our life? We're so fixated on this green light. And by the way, after the wreckage and the plane and everything, the investigators found that the landing gear was indeed down. It was fine. They could have landed as normal, but the green light wasn't working. It was a $12 fix to fix the light bulbs. That's all it was, burnt out light bulbs. $12 fix costed the life of over 100 people. What green light might... What green light is in your life? What green light is, is distracting you from serving the Lord? Is there a green light in your life that's causing you to slowly descend down through darkness? Maybe you don't even realize that you're drifting. How's your Bible reading? How's your praying? How's church? Are you excited to come back to church? Are you signing up as much as you can? Are you listening to every service? Are you engaging in, in, in biblical things? Are you trying to come back and go flyering? You know, are we, are we engaging? Are we getting closer to God? Are we reading His Word? Are we talking to Him? Are we growing? Maybe there's a green light in our life that's causing us to descend. Just a reminder for us today to look at our life, see where we're at, and make sure we're ascending closer to God and not drifting down. God, thank you for today and for this podcast. Help us just to keep our eyes on you. Help us to consider perhaps some green lights in our life. And Lord, help us to stop flying in the dark. It's just easier if we fly in the light. 
Help us to keep our eyes on you and draw closer to you each and every day. We pray in your name. Amen. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you on our next podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Remember to like, comment, and share these videos. We upload every Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays at 6 a.m.